Welcome to episode four of Behind the Madness, created by Method. In this episode, buyer personas and how to use them to improve your lead generation. Hello, welcome back to our fourth episode. I'm James, founder and owner of Method, a growth agency whose mission it is to help companies grow better with design, marketing and automation. Firstly, an apology. It was my intention when we started doing the podcast to keep episodes coming thick and fast. But unfortunately, with running a small company, time just seems to disappear. And so I just haven't had the time to get as many out as I would have liked. That said, we're back. And I've got some really exciting podcasts coming over the next few weeks and months. I'm amazed how well our podcast has gone down. And I just wanted to thank everybody for leaving the reviews. If you haven't left one yet, please do. I take the time to look over each one and it really does mean a huge amount to me and to the team. Also on feedback, please let me know if there's anything that you would like us to cover or talk about. It can be anything you like, maybe some more HubSpot tips, uh, marketing insights, even design subjects like improving your brand or creating a better social media presence. We want to be guided by you, so let us know and we'll do our best to cover it. Right, on with today's topic, buyer personas. Buyer personas are arguably the most important part of your marketing strategy. So a pretty important thing to get right. Everything you do in marketing and also in sales relies on fully understanding your buyer persona, their goals, their challenges, their frustrations. So let's take a quick step back and go over what a persona is and isn't. A buyer persona is a semi-fictional representation of your ideal customer based on market research and real data about existing customers. A target market or target audience, on the other hand, is much, much broader. Let's create a fictional company that we can put a few examples into. Phoenix.co are a B2B SaaS software company helping small to medium-sized businesses manage their time effectively with their software. And they're based in Birmingham in the UK. The target audience for Phoenix might be companies in and around the Birmingham area who turn over between 100,000 to 1 million pounds. And they've got a team more than six. So this target audience does narrow down who they're targeting, but not enough to really understand how to market to them. Who are you trying to connect with within the company? What are their pains? What are they hoping to achieve? This is where our buyer persona steps in. A buyer persona, as we mentioned a little earlier, is a semi-fictional representation of your ideal customer. So not a made-up person, nor a real person. It sits in that happy place right in the middle. A key point here is personas are not actual customers of yours. If our fictional company, Phoenix, were creating their personas, they might be tempted to pick their favorite client and name their persona after them. But this really could do some damage. There must be room for a touch of creativity and understanding that this semi-fictional representation is not a carbon copy. 
Let's start off with looking at how many personas you should have. Our clients sometimes really struggle with the amount of personas they need to create. They come to us saying, we've got hundreds of people that we sell to. What I like to get them to think about is if there was a knock at the door and it was their ideal customer, who would that person be? So start small when creating your personas. Pick that ideal customer. So maybe one to three to start you off and then look at adding more as you get used to personas and in the future as you need to. When you start researching about what to include in your personas, take a look through your CRM. Try to uncover trends about how certain leads or customers are finding your content. Use form fields to capture important persona information. For example, if your personas are based on company size, then with your forms on your website, use a dropdown to gauge that company size right from the off. Talk to your sales team. These guys are on the front line. They understand who these people are that they're trying to sell to. And have a chat with them about trying to, about trying to mold a buyer persona. Interview customers or prospects to discover what they like about your product or service. All of these techniques will start to give you information that you can draw down to build into your buyer personas. Collecting demographic information is a great place to start to begin drafting these personas because it's easy information to obtain and starts to paint a clearer, more personal picture about your customer. Are they married? What's their annual household income? Where do they live? Are they male or female? How old are they? And do they have children? Now, you may be thinking, James, does it really matter what education level they have? Well, in short, yes. How well educated your persona is might impact your choice of wording and your tone of voice for all of your marketing material. While we're thinking about creating these personas, don't make them like war and peace. We once asked a client if he had his buyer persona and he said, yep, here you go. He went and dug it out of a cabinet, blew the dust off it and slammed it down on the desk. It was about 35 pages long. Without opening it, I asked him, who is your buyer persona? He couldn't answer. The whole point in a buyer persona is to understand quickly who you are targeting. You have to know them almost by name. We often name these buyer personas, not by a customer name, but by something that's slightly generic. We target uh, marketing managers. We help a lot of the problems that they need to solve. So for us, we have Mike Marketing. You can ask anybody within our company who Mike Marketing is, and everybody should come back with the same person. We are all trying to sell and market to Mike, and we all understand who Mike is. So a lot of the content we put out, we stop and think, if this is relevant or helpful for Mike. Let's think about goals. So goals for our personas, we are trying to understand what they view as success. If we can start to understand what they're trying to do, we can give them a path to get them there little by little with some amazing content positioning. To gather goals, you need to explore what they're hoping to achieve and what they value most. Ask yourself these following questions. 
What does success look like for them in their position? What obstacles might my persona overcome on a regular basis? What challenges do they face in their position? What makes them nervous? What keeps them up at night? All of these will start to gauge the goals that they're trying to achieve, but also touch on frustrations. Now, frustrations might be the most important part of your buyer persona. We all have problems that we're trying to solve. It's part of being human. We all want to make things easier, simpler, faster. You're in business because you're trying to solve a problem for your target audience. So how does that problem affect their day-to-day life? Go into detail and focus on the differences that explain how that problem makes them feel. Let's go back to Phoenix. They created their company to help users work more effectively and efficiently on task management. One of their personas might be new to the role of office manager. They're probably inundated and overwhelmed by the amount of tasks that they're having to do. They're also struggling to understand which tasks have or haven't been done. With these pain points, we can really start to understand what their frustrations are. Try also to come up with real quotes to refer to these challenges. For example, it's been difficult getting company-wide adoption of new technologies in the past. Or, I don't have time to train new employees on a million different databases and platforms. So, we have goals and frustrations. Now let's think about objections. If you know your buyer persona well enough, you can second guess why they won't buy from you. Try and list all of the reasons that they might say no. If you can work these out, then you can get ahead of it. You can answer these questions before it even enters their head. Take Phoenix, our new company. We're starting to learn a lot about our buyer persona. What if one of their objections was around a huge bill each year that lands for software? You could advertise that your product is available on different plans, all of which are broken into affordable monthly sums. You've managed to cut it off at a head before they've started to worry about the cost. Lastly, breakthroughs. Breakthroughs are those moments that manage to break through the barriers your persona may have and get them, in a marketing sense, to engage with you. We've built up a lot of background information on our persona, but what we now need are some ideas on what they might engage with. This is a great time to sit everybody down and dump specific challenges and great content ideas for them. These are those articles or ebooks that your persona won't miss out on. You should hopefully now have a really good understanding of what goes into a buyer persona. And hopefully, once you start to merge these and play with these and add in your own elements, it will really help transform your marketing efforts. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to drop me an email at james at hellomethod.co.uk and also continue to leave your comments and your feedback. And if you want to do one good thing today, share this podcast with someone who you think will find it helpful.
Until next time, which I promise won't be that long, really excited about what's going to be coming up over the next few weeks and months. So take care and bye for now.